Hello everyone, welcome to today's episode of Yakin' Live. Our special guest today is Dustin Holt from DH Bates. So let's settle in and get to yakin'. Dustin, how you doing, man? Hey, doing great, fellas. How you all today? Doing good, brother. We're glad to have you. Uh, so, Dustin, go ahead and tell us about yourself and your bait making and just DH baits in general. Well, my name is Dustin Holt. Um, I'm originally from Morrow County. Moved down here to Manchester about, I don't know, five years ago. Uh, met my wife down here. We moved down here and um, started making baits down in, in a little building out back. I, that's where my shop is. I built me a little workshop table. Uh, bought me some molds and got to pouring and turned out to actually make some to actually catch fish. So that's, that's, that's a good thing. So what was actually your first bait that you actually made? My first bait I made was an Arky style headed jig, um, in nice. the color of DH magic. If you can imagine where that name is inspired from, <laughs> uh, actually I worked at flowers bakery before I become a teacher. And one of the guys there was made baits and he was making jigs and bringing them in and spinner baits and they were looking good. And I was, uh, and I asked him to make a color scheme for me and that's what he come up with. And he talked about the process and how easy it sounded. I got intrigued by it. Uh, searched it on YouTube cause you know, YouTube makes men, men. Right. It does. Uh, it does. I agree. That's how I do it anyway. Yep. And, uh, got the stuff started, got the molds, the lead, the skirts and, started pouring and it's, it's 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 a fun process i really enjoy it i actually got a few of the dh magic colors and uh some jigs and stuff man i've caught several three and four pounders on them at laurel lake and woods creek wow yeah they i might have to add that to his wish list i'm add that to my <laughs> wish list <laughs> I'm I'm right added that. as well yeah <laughs> might as well i got what well, i got two or three things right now why yeah. add that to my wish list add it on there so it, uh, it, it does work. Hey, every lake I go to, if I if I'm struggling, I'm gonna pick that jig up and throw it's it. It's worked for me. I'm not saying because I make it, but it does work. No joke, it's worked uh, for me. Well. Yeah. What color scheme is that? What what color? It's a little bit of black with a little bit of light pumpkin and chartreuse, believe it or not. So it's okay. more of like a, I guess you would say like a natural forage type color with a little spark. Yeah, it's yeah yeah. It's more of a natural kind of deal. Okay. Cool. Black. A lot of people don't think of black as being a very good fish attractor, but that every most of my baits have some kind of black in them. Okay, cool. So that will be. Really I can good explain for that later on if you want me to. It's pretty cool. That'd be good for like clear water and stuff. Or what would I do for clear clear water stuff? No, I'm talking about the DH Magic. Like you would use that more of like a. Would you use that more like clear water? Yeah, any. Honestly, it depends. Uh, I throw it at night. I'll throw it in the clearest nope. at Laurel. Um, I can see that. Depends on how you work it, really. Okay. Now, okay. if it's not time, if it's not time, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably gonna work it a little quicker than I would in clear water. Right. Uh, clear water yeah. is a little subtle approach, and just hop that. There's I put a crawl chunk on the back. It's a Yum brand crawl chunk is the brand of it. Yeah. And it's green pumpkin with purple flake, and the the crawls give super big action. Yes, they move sir. a lot of water. Yeah. And that's uh, that combination yeah, is absolutely great. lethal. Yeah, it's got yeah. a little crawl imitation. That's yeah. a good color too. Yeah. Uh, so, Dustin, what inspired you to start making baits? Well, like I mentioned before, I guess I kind of jumped the gun there a little bit, but uh, over at Flowers, that guy he would explain his 
bait making process to me and it intrigued me very much so and i'll just be honest uh, i come got on youtube started watching some guys and during covid you know they kept sending us stimulus packages so uh, i was <laughs> yeah. getting a little extra money i was like i was like okay well, i'm gonna start building baits that's my wife's son okay i said i want i want to make some baits she's like well do it so I got on there, ordered me a couple molds. Um, I'm up to about, I got, I don't know, well, shoot, I probably got nine to 12 molds now. It's nothing, nothing major, but I, I mainly bought yeah. stuff that me and my dad used to fish a lot that I knew we would fish and was making it for me and him. And then I actually started catching some fish with them. Um, the process is pretty simple, really, but it's, it's, it's a fun deal when you go make something and you go catch it, catch with what right. you make. It's pretty satisfying. It's pretty, it's, right. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. It's really cool. Okay. So, um, Dustin, obviously, me and you haven't met, uh, but Jared and you have been friends for a while. Uh, he said that you're uh, big in a tournament fishing. Is that is that correct? I love it. I love okay. the competition aspect of it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I love going to the lake and just just enjoying the nature and fishing. But when that comp that competitive aspect is there as well, yeah, it just ramps up that that anxiety. I guess adrenaline even yeah, more. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, me and dad we get we crack up we catch a two pounder you'd have thought we'd caught the world record it's barely a keeper but it's just this that that's what that, uh, that adrenaline factor is ramps oh, up yeah, a little bit it's fun well i mean nate's lucky to catch a one pounder and he still gets excited so I'm, I'm, I'm i'm tickled <laughs> to death I would usually, usually if, I, if I set the hook, I'm immediately yelling for the mitt. And, and then about five minutes or five seconds down, I'll be like, oh, I'm good. I don't need Well, it. Brandon, that is, that's kind of better than catching a zero pounder. Oh, okay. yeah. Hey, I one's mean, better than yeah. none, boys. I'm, I'm telling you, I, when I was a little kid, we'd go to the, the creek. We'd have little jigs, and we'd just go catch bluegill. And you would have thought, I mean, we was at Okeechobee. Won the championship. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you would have thought. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a, it's it's whatever. Um, but, uh, like we was getting back to the tournament fishing, um, you said that you and your dad's big into the tournament fishing. Is it, is it mainly bass or do y'all do crappie? Do y'all do striper? I mean, there's all types of tournaments out there. If I'm going fishing, well, if I'm fishing a tournament, it's a bass tournament. That's, that's what I know. Yeah. That's yeah. my instinct. Um, trophy fish. I'm pretty, me and dad, dad's very good at finding fish like on the computer and I'm very good at figuring out what they're going to bite that day. Yeah. And we'll go and, um. I, I, that's that bass aspect is ever since I was little, that's what me and dad's done with bass fish. Now I have caught some striper on accident. I caught a monster over at Cumberland on a jerk bait on 12 fan line. It took me about, I don't know, 45 minutes to get him in, but it was. I guarantee it. Um, <laughs> I guarantee it. Uh, now I will go fish some bluegill when they're on the bed, you know, stock the freezer up a little bit. Oh yeah. Uh, as far as crappie goes, I never really, you know, I've caught, I've caught some, I actually had one bought a DH Magic jig at Del Hollow in a tournament, believe it or not. Okay. That's a true story. Um, and dad asked, dad actually asked me for a cleaning table for Christmas this year. We got him one and asked him what he was going to do with it. He said he's going crappie fishing. So apparently this year we're going to be doing some crappie fishing too. So you see a trip to Lake Weiss in the future for you guys, maybe? Hey, that's the thing, man. I mean, before I got into bass fishing, I, I mean, it was, it was crappie fishing. My father, uh -huh. my papa, yeah. all, 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 my family would go to Lake Wise. I mean, that would be that would be kind of the main thing of the year is, hey, we're going to Lake Wise, Alabama. I remember being a little yeah. kid, yeah. you know, we us going to go pick my mom up that was working at the hospital, and then we'd go to Lake Wise, spend a week, and we wouldn't leave the boat. Catching the old paper yeah. mask. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, Lake Wise, it's, it's one of those places. Have you been there, Dustin? I have actually. Personally, I have not. Dad, we've actually been planning on going. My dad 
and my grandpa when he was younger that's mm-hmm. where they would go on their fishing trips was lake wise and he says it's funny because everybody goes down there to crappie fish um i know there's a lot of people from this region that go every year yeah uh, just uh, the crappie fish he said they'd be crouching crappie and him and grandpa would be laying five and six pound bass just, just one after oh, yeah, the other yeah, yeah. he said oh, he's yeah. full of big bass so oh yeah yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing, man. What I didn't realize with Lakewise is you you're in northern Alabama. It's about I'd say five hours from here, four four and a half five hours, depending on how you drive. Um, and man, when you get down there, you think that you're just going to be around people that's uh, from Alabama, and you get there, and it's like I'm from Laurel County, I'm from Knox County, I, like mm-hmm. just they got a whole strip of the lake that's called Kentucky Boulevard. I mean, it's just right. people yep. from this region of of southeastern Kentucky. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so so likewise is a, it's one of those places that I that I'm very near and dear to, I guess you could say. So Dustin like what like you fish a lot of tournaments. What is like one of your most memorable tournaments uh that you fished in and uh you know, tell us a little bit about that. Uh well, let's see. I guess one of my favorite stories has to deal with one of the baits I made. Okay. Um we were fishing a tournament at Green River. It's over in like central Kentucky. Oh, oh love yeah. got a right. cabin over there. Uh, very pretty, very beautiful lake. We'd only fished it like tw- maybe once or twice. One of the clubs was going over there to fish the tournament, and it was in the springtime. And uh, I didn't know if the shad would be spawning just yet or not, uh, but I did make a big spinnerbait. I'm, most spinnerbaits I make are pretty large. I like slower on them across the bottom, Yep. Uh, especially in that time of the year. But I made one and I call it, it's a shimmy shad color. It's like, it's got a light blue. Uh, it was a little silver shimmy and white in it. Yep. Yeah. I got one of them. Uh, some giant, like number six, number seven, willow leaf blade on the back. I mean, it's, it's a massive spinnerbait. Yeah. And we, we ran up this, up this slough and there's a big, uh, riprap rock wall on the right side. And I, I can't, I thought we're not parallel and we're just going to the bank, you know, and I throw my spinnerbait over there and get hung up on a tree. Well, as I'm trying to fight it out of the tree, the spinnerbait takes off to the left. I said, well, trees don't swim. So I said, look, it's a, it's a three, like three, three, two, three, three largemouth is our first fish today. Nice. Yeah. I was like, well, shoot, here we got something going on. So I put that in the boat and we're fishing that. And dad's throwing a chatterbait and that I did not make. But he, I, um, he gets hung up over there on the same wall. And we, we go over to get it. He's getting it. And I looked down, there's shad everywhere. So I knew the shad spawn was on. So I started just chucking that spinnerbait down that wall. And in about six minutes, I had about almost 16 pounds on that spinnerbait, the biggest one being just over five pounds. Yep. Wow. And that was on one spinnerbait that I made, and we ended up winning that tournament. So that was pretty pretty memorable to me that, you know, that, that as a bait maker, knowing that you make stuff that can actually catch a fish, it's, it's pretty satisfying. That is super yeah. cool. That's pretty and cool. And that's man. how you fish that lake over there. Like you gotta, you gotta slow yeah. roll them over there. He's Special. got, he's got me ready to buy some molds. I'm, 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 I'm already wanting to go buy some, make my own spinner baits. Hey, hey add awesome. it to your wish list. <laughs> add that in my wish. I tell you what, better yet, I know a guy that makes them. Yeah, oh, well, I do too. Okay, make I some know, good yeah, ones. Yeah, okay, okay. Matter of fact, I got a box full of molds. I mean, that's awesome, really, though, man. Fun process. Yeah. We might have to get. Uh, I think we're gonna try that challenge series in the kayaking this year. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. We, 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 we might have to get Dustin in on that. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. I don't. Uh, I've never been in a kayak. I don't know if I could fit in one. 
it might turn over and you might have to save me, but hey, I'm <laughs> willing to try anything. Well, the thing is, is if me and J-Rod can fit in a kayak, I believe anyone can fit in a kayak. Well, you got to remember Big E. <laughs> if he can fit on a kayak, he, 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 yeah, he gives people hope. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Be fun. Okay. So, Dustin, is there like, so you make all kinds of baits. Is there like a bait that you prefer making more than others? Uh, I make a lot of shaky heads. Me and dad are big shaky mm-hmm. head fishermen. Um, I, I usually, I'll pour a bunch of those. Right, it, it's different weights. I'll pour a bunch of those the week of a tournament. That way we've got fresh shaky heads. Mm-hmm. Um, make a lot of spinner baits. Make a whole lot of jigs. I started making swim jigs last year. I, and I think you actually got some, Jared. They look I really, yep. really good. I love making them. They're super, it's super quick process to make those. And just the color schemes that you can come up with. Um, I guess the the most the most bait I make would probably be probably that that Arky style jig though I make a lot of those they uh, I fish a lot of them uh, they work and red and black I, we fish a lot of night tournaments and when it gets hot our, our club goes to night tournaments we'll fish like from 7 p.m. to 3 a.m. and when that's when it when it gets dark outside. You would think that a fish would like a lighter profile, but no, the darker the better. Yeah. Um, because those fish, what they're looking at under the water, they're looking for silhouettes. They can't see what they're, what they're fit, what they're, you know, they can't, they're just looking for that motion. That's why those big thumping Colorado blades work in the fall, right. is they're looking for that motion, something yep. moving the water. So the darker the color, the better. And I've got, I make a black and red flake jig that is dynamite anywhere at night. And I love making that jig. I make a lot of those. Put that on your wish list, Nick. Wish yeah, list. Put it on your wish list. <laughs> well, I actually learned something new there. Uh, you oh, know, really? I would have never thought maybe in the night that. Yeah, in the, I mean, in, it makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. I was always a fan of June bug at night, like a big mm-hmm. June big bug six, is a very good seven color inch worm. Man, June bug was fire at night. I actually fish on my shaky heads at night. I throw a black trick worm or yep. a June bug trick worm, and yeah, they. That black, I don't know what it is. We got on a turn. We got on. We was in a tournament at Douglas, and we found a wall, and we fish this one spot. Every tournament we fish at Douglas, we fish this one spot, and we fish it with a shake, black shaky head with a black trick worm, and I guarantee you, we'll have a limit every time. Yeah, that's awesome. Just just with this podcast, I'm I'm already like, I'm I'm ready for a tournament. Like I'm excited for this podcast, Dustin. I'm <laughs> I've been in withdrawals. Yeah. I'm signing us up for the challengers. Um, I'm definitely gonna sign us yeah. up for. So, Dustin, um, just just from what I what I can tell about you, you're you're pretty uh, knowledgeable whenever it comes to the fishing game. Yeah. Um, and and really, I've I've learned some things. I don't know about you guys, but yeah, I've, I've I've learned some things. I've yeah. definitely learned some things tonight. And and that's the thing that I like about this podcast is, I mean, it's just not people listening that might learn something. Heck, I'm learning something. Absolutely. So I'm I'm happy with that. Um. So I guess one of the questions I want to ask you, too, Dustin, that, that I've been thinking about since this has been going on is in, in what circumstances would you, like what certain baits that you would use in certain circumstances? Like, a, I don't know, like say it's it's rained, uh, it, it's flooded today, and you're wanting to go out and catch you a bass. Like, what, just give us a certain type of bait that you would want to use in certain circumstances, basically. Okay. Uh, that's a great question. I love that question, actually. Um, that's one thing me and dad take pride in. We consider ourselves pretty versatile. Mm-hmm. If, uh, you know, if, if we, we like to adjust, you have to adjust 
to the circumstances that you're in. If absolutely, you catch absolutely. Uh, weather, time of year, all of that plays into where the bass are going to be, what they're going to bite, and if they're going to bite. I mean, sometimes fish just won't bite. There's nothing you can do about it. You can't make them eat. Right. Um, unfortunately, that is reality. But now, if I let's say rain, it's floody, flooded. I am finding me some. See, bass move with the water. Okay, if water goes up, bass are going to go up. If water goes down, bass are going to fall back. That's just how I mean, it's just nature. They're yep. they're going to adjust their habitat. So if if lakes flooded, that water is going to push up on the bank, right? Which which offers more cover. Okay, there's more more timber, yep. more. Um, I don't know, bushes, stuff in the water that you can fish. Bass very rarely are just out in open water. They're hanging around something. They're going to find a rock. They're going to find a bush, a uh, brush pile. You've, I know everybody fishes, here's a brush piles. Those can be crucial if you're trying to find bass. Um, now, if water's moving up, if it's flooding, water's moving up a good, I don't know, six to eight inches, maybe even a foot. I'm going to pick me up a Strike King Rage bug. Uh, I know you guys are Bandito bug guys. Uh, <laughs> I know you're big Guggen dudes, which is good. Guggen's good stuff. Personally, I like the smaller profile of the Strike King Rage bug. Um, yeah. Either green pumpkin, um, maybe a black and blue. Depends on how muddy the water is, like we talked about earlier. Even if it's daytime, uh, if the water's real muddy, I'm picking that darker color up because that's what they're looking for. They're looking for that silhouette, something that moves water. Um, and I'm going to find me the gnarliest bunch of timber that is flooded and pick it apart. I guarantee you there's a fish in there. Um, any kind of brush that's in the water, there's something there. Um, I, now, I would possibly if, pick up a jig. Um, if I'm searching for fish, trying to find them, I might buzz a crankbait through there or a chatterbait or a swim jig. If, if you know, try to find some reaction, you can tell if there's fish there, they'll move the water. And then I'm going to take that flipping stick and just flip it until until make and try to make it by because I know it's yeah. in there. And most of the time, most of the time they will that rage bug. I'm a big rage bug guy. It's my I've got I cut countless packs of shocking rage bugs. They're my favorite flipping bait. Okay. <clears throat> well, I mean, like we got springtime coming up, Dustin. What what is like your favorite springtime bait? Favorite springtime bait, and I don't know why I ever sit it down in the spring, is a spinnerbait. You can never go same. wrong with a spinnerbait in the spring. I was going to say the same thing. You're, yeah. you, uh, you will, if you, I've had people ask me, you know, I've set up around town with these little swapping shop things they do all the time. And I'll say, you guarantee you catch fish? And I'll tell them every time, if you throw it in the right spot at the right time, I guarantee you it'll catch a fish. Absolutely. Just like a spinnerbait. If if you if you crank a spinnerbait enough time in the spring, you're going to catch a fish. Now, most people throw those little spinner. I don't like the little spinnerbaits, like I said before. I'm throwing a three-quarter to an ounce spinnerbait. It's pretty heavy spinnerbait, and it will wear you out. My arms get tired. It's just part of it. Yep. But if I'm really wanting to catch a fish, I'm going to throw that thing down there. I'm going to let it sink to the bottom. I'm probably fishing, fishing pretty shallow. Um and I will let it crank the bottom, and eventually there'll be one hit it. Now, if you if you catch a smallmouth, I mean, this is this is just a little teaching point here that I, I love that I found out myself. Like over at Cumberland, for instance, um, last year we fished a tournament, and I was throwing like a little brown with an orange kicker blade with a big Colorado blade on the back. It was in the spring; yep. water was muddy, 
super windy. It's daytime. And we were on the main body and I was throwing that crank. We were probably sitting in 12 foot of water right on the, right on a rock wall. And I was throwing that thing and letting it sink all the way down. And I caught a small mouth, pretty, pretty decent small mouth over there. They got, they had to be like 18 inches. I, it didn't keep, it's probably 16 and a half, yeah. but throw that same cast. A lot of times small mouth and spotted baths too, they'll, they'll pot up. If there's one, there's another yep, guarantee almost Absolutely. every time. Um, and I, I sat there and I caught three or four good smallmouth in a row. Unfortunately, none of them kept, which we ended up getting second in that tournament. We got on some largemouth later on, but um, it was very early. A lot of times in the spring, they're feeding quick. And, uh, yeah, if you if you catch a smallmouth, they'll throw right back in that same spot and do the exact same thing. More, more chances or not, there's going to be another one sitting there waiting on it. Yeah. Right. I was always, like, a big fan of, like, something with red on it in the springtime i guess because it imitates like an injured bait they, they love red right. yeah yep. Yep. red's red's yeah. very red and white spinner baits are very important and in the fall as well you can go down to norris we fish a high singer tournament every year it's a pretty good size tournament um down on norris it's a two-day deal and you can parallel the rock walls your troll motor literally hit the rocks mm-hmm. i guess how shallow you are and you can buzz a red and white spinner bait or green funky spinner bait and load up just nonstop paralleling those banks, those rock walls on North Lake in the fall. It's hard to beat when it drops down. When the water temperature gets in the upper 50s down there, it's it's game on. They, they oh, move yeah. up, start feeding. A lot of fun. Always a big fan of the, like the square bill cranks. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In springtime. I like those in the summer. A lot of people, those crankbaits, those those square bill crankbaits, if it's, if it's hot, I'm going to go throw one. Throw it around any kind of cover because anything that's green has a fish on it. Because yep. right. it's like anything else, if it, there's oxygen, they got to have oxygen to live. If it's green, yep. it's putting out oxygen. And uh, any little green piece of uh, cover, it's in the water anywhere. Woods Creek's, well, I know Woods Creek gets knocked for being a small lake, but it has some big, big fish in it. Um, and that usually stays green, the way they keep yep. their water regulated out there. Uh, if I'm going out just to beat around, I'm taking a KVD 1.5, black and silver, a little shad color. And just yep. burning the bank, and you'll you'll catch you'll have a lot of fun. Might not catch any giants, but you'll catch you'll catch numbers, and it's a lot of fun. Just get out and do that. Yeah, I agree. When them shads running, dude. When the shads running, shad bites on. It's yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I don't know why a lot of people hate on Woods Creek. Um, like it's 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 I one of those it. lakes, man. I love it. I think it. I think the I've layout fish down there. is beautiful on Woods Creek. I mean, you got all kinds of timber in the water. You got so many spots where a bass can just feed there. Little rock uh-huh. points. Yeah, rock points. I mean, Woods Creek's just one of those places that I'm just like, man. I want to go to Woods Creek. I just go kind of just ride around. I think it just. I tell you I what, it. a lot of people. Well, that. Go ahead, Dustin. Sorry. Well, no, no, you're good. That. That's, I was just going to say, that's my favorite lake just to get out. If I'm by myself, go over there, load, put in, and just uh, float around, fish for four or five yeah. hours. Catch it's fish or not, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And now, I've never fished it in a kayak. It's real good in a kayak. Okay. Uh, I can uh, see it being good in a kayak. About seven or eight years ago, they messed up by letting the grass get too invasive. There was way too yeah. much grass in that lake. And if you couldn't get a boat into certain spots where those fish were moved back, you wasn't getting to them. Yeah. I could see where a kayak would come in handy there. That, that would, yeah, that would that would have been a lot of fun. Luckily, luckily they killed the, they killed a lot of the grass out. It's it's a little easier to fish now, but I can see a kayak being very, very, very successful on Woods Creek. I tell you another good kayak in Lake, and you may not think it is Cedar Creek. I've heard that. 
I've never fished because you creek. can take you can take those kayaks in those wooded areas that mm-hmm. you can't get yep. a bass boat and slay them, dude. Yeah, yeah. That, see now that would be fun, which yeah. is pretty grassy too in the summer. I'm, I love it grass, is. but it's got to be deep. When yeah. we fish Del Hollow tournaments in the summer, we're finding deep grass pods, probably 18 to 20 foot deep. Yeah. We're dragging 10, 12 inch worms through that. Oh, uh, you talk about fun. Oh man. It's a lot. When you pop that, when you pop that worm out of that grass and it just goes thump. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah chills right now. Boys. A lot of fun. I've got like, I got the bass blues right now. I'm ready to just. Yeah. Uh, I'm, oh, I've been coaching basketball for three months and I'm, I've missed the water. I'm ready to get on it. So, Dustin, I had another question on the uh, the bait you would use in different circumstances. This is a question that I have, actually, and I'm sure a lot of people uh, ask this question, too. The first thing you look at when you get on the water, is the water muddy? Is it clear? What's the water looking like? What do you think the best bait would be to use on muddy water and on clear water? And why do you think that would be the best choice? Well, what time of year are we talking? Um, summertime. Because that matters. It really does. Yeah. I'm going to say summertime because we already covered the spring. Okay. Summertime. If it's summertime, you know, you hear rumors of that fish go deep when it gets hot. Yeah, some, that's true. But not all fish go deep. Um, if I if it's summertime and I get on the lake and the water is muddy, let's say we go to Laurel, right? And we get in, we, get, we drop in at Flatwoods and I get on the water and it's super muddy. I'm headed straight to the river. And I am probably going to drag me a jig. Hmm. Um probably 10 to 12 feet, either that DH magic color I was talking about. And I'm not promoting my jig colors. It's just what I would use personally. Um, it's great. DH yeah, magic great. color or probably that bl- a black and bluish color, something like that. Maybe even the black and red. I use the black and red mostly at night though. And I would be dragging that or flipping that race plug because there is a little cover up, up, up the river at Laurel. Um, if I put now, if I put in it, Flat. Now there is potential to throw a crankbait. It depends, depends on what the water temperature would be there for me. But now most of the time I'd be dragging if it's muddy water. Muddy, muddy water means water is usually rose a little bit, so the fish should be moving up a little bit. I'd be flipping and dragging. Right now, if it's clear, I'm probably gonna get me a super light, maybe an eighth ounce shaky head with a nice little trick worm on the back. Um, I like squirrel tails. I don't know if you ever heard of squirrel tails or not. Yep. They are uh, big bot baits, squirrel tails. I love those shaky heads, um, shaky head worms. And I'm just going to go find me um, probably some, uh, some, some, some ledges and drag that shaky head around some ledges and should get bit doing that. And then also probably throw a little jig. I'm, I'm a big jig guy. I like jigs any time of year. They work. Okay. Well, if you follow like G Man, any like G Man, that's dude. He fishes almost exclusively some type of yep. jig. G Man is a big jig guy, and he's very hilarious. I love, I love him. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. So yeah. I've got a little bit of a challenge question for you. Uh, I don't know how much fishing you do around this time of the year, um, but some questions we've had is: What would be the best bait you think for the winter time? Well, um, it's funny you say that. Uh, I actually got a report on Laurel yesterday, and it, it, okay. if I got to go to Laurel yesterday, I would have done exactly what this guy was doing, and had just as much fun as this guy had. Uh, he messaged me yesterday, and he asked me yesterday morning. He said, "What would you do right now if you're going to Laurel?" And I told him, and uh, he did it a little bit, but then he switched to a crankbait, about 15 foot crankbait, okay. and absolutely destroyed the smallmouth. 
he said he lost he probably lost a seven pound largemouth right now um funny or not they've been biting top water really really well like whopper ploppers i don't know if you guys are big on whopper ploppers yeah yeah but i've watched my dad boat several big fish on whopper ploppers the river to sea um and right now this time of year at laurel they are they're they're smoking it right now so i'm cranking something this time of year probably um some kind of 10 to 12 foot crankbait shad color um, I don't, I, I wouldn't think you'd have to have any bright colors right now. Just a simple shad color should do, uh, right. probably going to throw a little spinner bait right now. Okay. Cause the, the fish, it hasn't really gotten too awful cold yet. I don't think the fish have gotten too awful deep. I would assume probably 10 to 15 feet. That's why that guy was catching them yesterday on the crankbait. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm doing that. I've got to, I always have a shaky head sitting on the deck. Um, just if, if it's tough, just to slow down a little bit, but. Whopper plopper, top water, something, make a little commotion in a little 10, 12 foot crankbait and go have fun. So, Dustin, like if someone wanted to like buy one of your baits, how would they go about doing that? Well, I'm hoping to expand on that this year. Uh, I finally got finished with college. Congrats. So this Christmas break. So, I'm going to have a little more time on my hands this, this year to be able to uh, crank out some more stuff. But right now, you can find me on Facebook um find me on instagram shoot me a message tell me what you're looking for um i've got some stuff stocked up not a whole lot because i haven't had a whole chance big chance to make a lot of baits recently uh but you tell me what you're looking for what color scheme you like and i will do my best to provide that for you i'll can't i will ship um but you know most of the people i sell to are local i haven't really branched out too too much yet right uh, but we're, I am working on that. I'm, I'm planning on having a website by the summer. Um, and uh, I, I'm, I'm wanting to do big things with it. I, I really enjoy doing it. Uh, it's just it, right now, you know, I just had a kid back in July. Uh, my second yeah, one. Congrats on that. Congrats, congrats on that. Yeah, spending time with them um, and with, with all, this, all the work stuff going on. But it's been, it's been a little struggle, but we're, we're still there. We're still grinding, and we're hoping to ramp it up a little bit this year. Yeah. And yeah. everyone listen, we're going to have uh, Dustin's socials linked in her uh, below somewhere. You can go check his baits out, uh, get up with him if you need some cool baits. Uh, like Jared said, the, uh, the Day It's Magic, it's a really good bait. I haven't got a chance to use it yet, but I have used a couple of Dustin's baits, and we always catch some pretty big fish. I always on. catch fish. Dustin, so. we appreciate you being on here, man, and uh, we're going to have you back on here pretty soon. We need to get together and do some fish. Yeah, well, I appreciate you having me, man. It's been a lot of fun. I'm- uh, I, I enjoy I enjoy sitting and talking fishing. As you can tell I, I like to ramble a little bit, but uh, it's we a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> I, I'll hook you guys up with a couple of DH Magic. You can go have fun. Let me know how it goes. And uh, yeah, we'll do a little clap, awesome. a little fishing. It'll be fun. That sounds great, guys. We want to give a shout out to Bended Branches Paddles, guys. Yeah. They make if you want a great paddle, that's your paddle. Appreciate your all support. They've been sharing a lot of our posts. Uh, check it out. They're you got the best paddles out there, in my yeah. opinion. So, yep. and uh, we appreciate y'all being with us. Uh, check Dustin out on Facebook, DH Bates. Give uh, Ben and Branches a like and a follow. And as we always say, keep, keep on, on yakking. yakking.